The podcast which you are about to hear is politically incorrect and offensive. The opinions expressed by the three assholes recording it are done so solely for comedy purposes. Listener discretion is advised. This is the Whiskey Reel. Four and three and two and one. No reason, no conscience, no understanding, and even the most rudimentary sense of good or evil. If what you say is true, the Shaolin and the Wu-Tang could be dangerous. Your mother sucks big fucking elephant dicks. Got that? Come on now, dog. You know I give you the mad, fat, superfly, stupid, dope, dumbass, retarded, bomb shit props. Take a big step back and literally fuck your own face! Famous L.A. comedian Chris D'Elia yep. just got accused of basically asking underage girls to send him nude pics and being creepy. It's not quite sure yet what he's been accused of per se. And I've heard it best described as this. On the worst end, he's a creep. On the mm-hmm. best end, he did something illegal. That's the, There's no way out from that. And my thing is, I have yet to see a single screenshot where a girl says, I am underage, and he goes, send me nudes or send me a picture. Every single instance of him talking to somebody has been over 18 where he said, send pics. And anybody who said they were underage, he clearly said, you're too young. Doesn't mean he stopped talking to them. Is that creepy? Absolutely. As a father of a 10-year-old girl, I'm telling you right now, if a 30-year-old man was talking to my 17-year-old daughter, I will end your life. And that's a fact. I'm not saying it isn't creepy, but explain to me what this man did that was illegal. Because right now, his career is over with. And you're talking about a guy that just had a newborn son, put out a Netflix special, was ready to release a huge feature film that's a zombie movie where he played a prominent role. This guy's career, he was already popular, is literally ready to go into the Kevin Hart fucking stage. He's ready to jump. And do that big jump. And now he fucked himself because he's a fucking creep. At the end of the day, he's a creep. Yep. So what I'm saying is, is there some sort of protective measure Not when that you're we famous. can take as people? Not when you're famous. So when you're famous, you pretty do- much are fucked if you do anything wrong. So all I need to do right. is Nowadays, basically say, Sean hits little kids. Yep. And that's it. And you're done. And, that, that, all, you, and awesome. all you'd have to have is one Man, kid awesome. that said, uh, yeah, he slapped me. Even if it wasn't true, unsubstantiated, yep. unproven, doesn't matter. Yeah. Cool, um, man. That's, this well, awesome. this is kind of, of how all, the whole world's been. Definitely true. Well, obviously, I've Sean seen it. I've seen definitely hits little kids. Yeah, and with a, with a fist, not an <laughs> I mean, open hand. No, I get it done. Never open hand well, listen, anybody. Let's be clear. He if you only, punch someone with an open hand, it's cruel. He yeah. only hits that blind kids. Yeah. Only the blind Only because they can't see it coming. They can't see it coming. Yeah. But no, what do you guys Element honestly? Surprise. Hey. Honestly, dude, I, at this point, what do you think? I, at this point, Chris D'Elia is guilty of this, not being careful enough, knowing the political climate right. that he lives in. Yeah, at this, this point. was eight years ago. Oh, right. it was These eight years ago. Yeah, from yeah. This is not, like the Six, stuff that uh, allegedly happened. Happened. Yeah. No, eight it years wasn't ago. allegedly. They, they have screenshots. screenshots. There's yeah. what the, the LA Times article calls it an avalanche of screenshots. But which, there's nothing uh, yeah. other than being creepy. He didn't do anything wrong. Creepy's enough can... these days, man. If you can, Jesus if you're Christ. shown to be creepy because you're because you're famous, everything's under a microscope. Gentlemen, there's three people in this room right now, and I think there's three absolute creeps. Yep, in this no room doubt. right now. No, probably. Doubt. We just didn't put it on paper. No, 
Oh, although I've never been the one, I've never been the one that reaches out and like tries to chase girls and be creepy with them. I was always, I play the Bobby card. I play the, I'm going to read my iPad at the bar until a girl comes up to me. I'm going to read. <laughs> this is. Uh, read I, I'm Catcher with you, in the Rye. Yeah, it's, I'm, so I'm, I don't, you, I, that's yeah. why I don't understand this. I, I've, I've had, I had, I'll tell this story right now. When I was in high school, um, I was super hammered after a party and I went with my friends who will remain nameless, but two friends Boosters. went back to her. No, it's two I'm chicks. Kidding. It was just me and these two chicks went back to one of their houses. We were all drinking and one of them started aggressively trying to get on me and make out with me. And I wasn't really into her, but I didn't necessarily not let it happen. and was like, okay, sure. whatever. She's like, I got to go to the bathroom. She went to the bathroom. I started making out with the other chick right. who I was actually interested in. And when the girl came out of the bathroom and saw that, she freaked the fuck out, left and went and slept in her car. The next day or two days later, Monday at school, she told everybody that I forced kissed her, that I came after her like that. And then all of a sudden my date to homecoming this? doesn't want to go. This is what 2001. Okay. So you got canceled. Mike, I got mildly canceled. And then I had these girls calling me a piece of shit. And then just before senior prom was going to happen, she was like, hey, I just, I told everybody what really happened. And I'm really sorry I got so angry because she thought she was in a relationship. Oh. And that she broke up with him after the story uh, got layers. out. Layers. And then, yeah. So, layers, she, brother. so Onion, she's like, brother. I got so scared. I had no choice but to like, and I was like, you did have a choice. And this is kind of fucked up. This yeah. is before any of this. She didn't yep. take it to the school. Nothing really that but, bad but, happened to me. But I've seen what happens when when it can when you can there, uh, there seen, are guys who are the victims of improper handling you've of these situations. You've seen this on a microcosm. Yeah. Like you've seen this on a very small level. Now imagine that exponentially times ten. Yeah. Where you're this worldwide personality mm -hmm. and all it takes is somebody to fuck your name one time, yeah. unsubstantial. And I brought up the Chris Hardwick thing. The interesting yeah. thing about that, we were talking earlier. The interesting thing about that is this. Most people don't know that he was essentially exonerated. Yeah. Like, so the, 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 the basically what he was, what everybody, when I say Chris Hardwick right now, most women will go that piece of shit. Probably. And, and honestly, Rex did that. We were talking today and that's why I wanted to bring it up. Cause I'm like, Oh, you didn't see the after you saw the fucking prologue. Yeah. You didn't follow it to the epilogue. You didn't get the end. The end story is she fucking boldface lied and convoluted all the information. Yeah. That's so, the just actual because, story. Just because you don't love your husband anymore and you right. feel inside that you need to fuck him for his benefit and you feel like that makes it that you are being abused because of decisions you made. The shit that that fucking psycho bitch did to Chris Hardwick was just... I am upset about the breakup. I didn't feel like, uh, just because you feel like when he was fucking you, you didn't want to, even though you said yes, and you're married and you live in the same house. What the fuck? Like, how does Chris Hardwick get destroyed over that? Dude, the guy's whole career got, I mean, thank God, talk the, talk the, you know, what's that? Talking talk Dead. The, talking Dead, which is a great show, by the way. Even if you don't like Walking Dead, it's still fucking entertaining. Yep, it's cool. And Chris Hardwick has done some really cool thing. Like, I, wasn't he the original Nerdonomy or? No, he was Nerdist. Nerdist, Nerdist the Nerdist. Yeah. I remember the, him as the guy that hosted Singled Out with Jenny McCarthy. I know. I remember that too. Um, but, but, dude, the guy's fucking, he's a legit dude. He got lambasted and proven innocent. And from here on out, when you say Chris Hardwick, he's that fucking creep. Right. And so regardless, and, 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 and this I has wanna, been going on forever. Richard Gere, everybody still thinks of a hamster. gerbil going up his ass when there's literally zero proof that it ever happened. This is what I, and I understand that. I'm I mean, pretty that's sure that almost, gerbil went up his ass. <laughs> See? Dude, 
You've been that's, indoctrinated. I'm pretty that's sure. almost mythos at I, this I point, right? I mean, like honestly, I find him much more fascinating if that gerbil went up his ass. Yeah, why not? <laughs> like, I want to watch more of his movies. It if makes that, his if that performance happened, if I'm, I'm like, primal fear just that much better. Like, you took a gerbil up your ass. I would never even. They have claws. Wouldn't it be an- anal fear? <laughs> they have talons. Anal fear. Anal fear. <laughs> Instead of primal fear. Ed, Edward, Norton. Edward Norton. Edward, Edward Norton. Edward Norton plays the split personality plays the hamster. Gerbil <laughs> with a split personality. Oh my That God. you find out the bad one was the but only real thinks, personality at he, all. He thinks he's a possum and a gerbil. Yeah. You know Ooh. what I'm saying? Equally as scary and creepy. Two so um, just saying. <laughs> so what, I, what I do we see? I'm we sorry. live in a we live in a reactionary world right you now. You work in social media, and yeah. so it's interesting to me to get your take on this because your whole life is social media. I have, and I've been I've been super guilty of myself of going straight after somebody and. The I saw a racist comment two weeks ago, to me and I tried one? to destroy a dude's life. I took screenshots. I sent them to his yeah. employer over and over and over again, telling them, fire this asshole right now. Destroy his life. Take food out of his fucking child's mouth for yep. me yeah, right man. now. Yeah, you and did. I realize now, probably not the best way to go about doing I something I understand like why you did it, but I'm just curious, like, like how does that... Is there any way to protect yourself against that? Maybe I should ask. Yeah, you can sit in your house under a sheet in a closet and not do anything or say anything ever. Heard. That's about it. <laughs> Copy that. Yeah. <laughs> Done. <laughs> By the way, all of your warnings about this conversation were true. Why? Because we have not introed ourselves. We have no idea who what we are. What did I tell you? We don't even know what we're talking about. Guys, We don't welcome, even know who we are. What, what is this podcast? Guys, welcome back to the real to real to real 12 more. To real. Go ahead. Nope. Keep going. To real. To real. To real, y'all. I didn't know um, how that was going to end. This is the Risky Wheel, guys. Oh, I short. hope you guys in- have been enjoying your week. It's been hot as bulls. Oh, yeah. And we love it. And we love it. We're right now in the bunkie with Kevy, um, 15 feet underground. It is hot as balls because we are the closest people to hell you will ever know. Yeah. To my left is my favorite Chuddy, your favorite Chuddy, Mr. Chuddy Buddy. The captain of the SS Chudinsky, the mayor of Chudsylvania, one Mr. Sean Mariartai. Hey, you guys! Hey, buddy. And to my left Baby is, Root. is the always... You don't look like Sloth. I know. Yeah, it's not quite that bad. He's like you're, sexy. You're a good-looking man. He's I'm like right. sexy Sloth. <laughs> sexy <laughs> Sloth. There's a Halloween costume right. for you, young uh, ladies. I'm bringing sexy Sloth. Yeah. Why is that guy wearing a Sloth mask and a nurse outfit? <laughs> <laughs> and the Joker makeup over the slot. <laughs> so it's like Joker nurse slot. That is a very convoluted costume, sir. Really fucking That's what I do. That's what I do. Super to my left is roving Lothario, Bobbeth Van Noyes hey. of the Tallahassee Van Noises, who's been putting in some work. Wah, wah, wah. I have been on the clock, mm-hmm. sir. Mm-hmm. This is the first time in several months. Make sure that you this add that actually, this I believe actually, HR has reached out uh, saying that you nope. cannot be taking this much overtime. I did get a uh, strongly worded email <laughs> from Carol. <laughs> yeah. Um, she's trying to rein me in a little bit. Go, go, but I was, I think, she's kind of becoming our mom. I think Carol has a little bit of a thing for you. A little bit of a thing. Yes. Well, older, you know vulnerable women tend to Jones? have a thing for you. Just a little, yeah. Did you say a love Jones for she that body? That, that she gives me that weird look. I got the Bob with noise, Jones. <laughs> you I sound almost noise. like her. It's weird. It's like your voice almost sounds like her. It's crazy. Yeah, he's been working on that. To my left, hi, is Durango's second best Lothario. Hey, <laughs> I'm a one Mr. Man Antonio Branderas. Thank you, sir. Um, Silver medal Lothario. The um, the MGM. 
<laughs> the multiverse general manager <laughs> of all things good and evil. That's um, and my friend. Hi, boys. We love Hi. You. Hi. We love how you guys, guys doing? Sean, I know you had a rough day. Ah, um, I had a rough couple hours because of things. And I'll get to that in my Pearl of Wisdom. Okay. Oh, okay. <laughs> oh, okay. Pearl of Wisdom <laughs> or we your were, chicken? We were literally... We Pearl were, of Wisdom. We oh, were literally... Okay. Um, Bobby and I were sitting here going... I don't know if Chuddy Buddy's uh, gonna make it. And yeah, then no. All of I'm a sudden, he texted. I'm not drinking, so I don't just immediately start drinking to the point I, know, I can't but move. You're I know. Per, you know what? By the way, thing? proud of you so hard for <laughs> yeah, not for sure. just going down a rabbit hole. I would have like you had a moment. You had like Irish. a you had a uh, what do they call a, a, a tragedy? Not a tragedy. What? You had a a problem. I, I don't know what I'm saying. It's opposite of an epiphany. It's yeah, <laughs> and you instead. Instead of just fucking climbing into the bottom of a bottle. Yeah. Like we would do. No, you went full grown up. Oh, no. I mean, nothing's bad has happened to me, right? And I just got drunk as shit. Yeah. All yeah, morning. That's <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that's yeah. But no, I was, I said, uh, let's Actually. work through this shit. I got in a fight with Katie that <sighs> got, we, we are starting to realize now that the, the alcohol wasn't the only thing that was pouring fans on the flames of when we started to get sure. into a fight that each of us have our own separate anger issues yes. that I will talk about in the Pearl of Wisdom. Love it. <laughs> I love it. Buddy, we're glad you're here. Yes. Um, I, I was, wasn't going to miss this shit. I was nervous. I was scared. I was trepidatious. I was apoplectic. <laughs> so many words. Um, so many and, syllables. Uh, but here you are. Yes, I am. Here I'm you never, are. Yeah, do, don't worry. Me um, not showing up is not going to be a thing. We are still the Whiskey Reel, and we are still doing things like drinking whiskey sometimes. Yes, we are. So what? Um, tell us about this Irish-ish whiskey. Okay. This... I got it. Can I get a tiny sip? Listen, listen, there was one reason and one reason only why I got this. This horrible, horrible. Is it that bad? Um, It is. When I say hot. It smells like apple juice. (laughs) When I say hot. I mean. This is fucking rocket fuel, bro. And I know it's only 80, right? I'm going to guess. I haven't looked yet, but I guarantee you. I mean, it's very low proofed. Um, it's got to be. 80. This reminds me it's of the knot. It's a hot knot. It's the knot. But, but anywho, hot. it's called. What is it? Called? Oh, it's. 80. And this is why you bought it. And the reason I bought it because I'm a big fan of a certain television show. It's called. It's always sunny in Philadelphia. Yes. <laughs> and this is called Patties. Sure. It's like the Irish bottle. Irish whiskey, and it says Old Irish whiskey. Ugh. Corn distilleries. Yeah. Cork. Just oh, it's from Cork, of course. Those fucking yeah, dirt bags. It's grain malt. Pot stilled Irish whiskey. Imagine Jameson, but you took all the refinement out of it. <laughs> yeah. A dumbed down Jameson. It's a fucking idiot. That's amazing. It's a Cajun Jameson. Ugh. It reminds me of the knot. It reminds me of no, butter, no butterscotch, way. but not as hot. Dude, it has this weird butterscotchy all, flavor. If you removed all the sugar out of the knot, maybe we can have a conversation. But yeah. it's not even. This is a hot, less syrupy in. version of the knot. Is it's what a it hot is. Knot. It's just as shitty. It's a right? hot knot. That's what hot I said. Hot no. knock it. So we can honestly say that we're not in love with this whiskey. Absolutely not. the not. best Irish whiskey I've ever had. Who distributes I got an shit. email from Carol. Did Why? you? Earlier. Can you, listen, can Hold you on. do me a favor? Can you make, can you get her some ice for us? Get her please? to get us some fucking ice, please. Um, Carol. Yeah, boss. Can you, first of all, forward that email I got from Patty's Whiskey? And uh, we need some ice in here. It's really hot. And this is horrible, Stat. horrible Stat. whiskey. Yeah. Thanks, babe. Um, can you ask? Can you ask her if she knows where Kevin? Have you seen Kevin today? I know it's Sunday, but last time I saw Kevin was at four in the morning at Oreos, and we all know what happened okay. after that. Now I'm worried. Well, no, because I mean, the last time you went on a fucking roadhouse adventure, yeah. 
We didn't no. see him for. Like we told two. him he's not supposed to go in there anymore. I know. Well, I the, the, the open air, the smoke in the air gets into his eye camera, and it gets all fucking. Weird. I understand so, that. First of all, the last filmy. time we saw him going into the roadhouse, he was with fucking Toshi. Yeah. See, this is what I want to say. So I'm getting I a little. Not, I do not want base, him to anyways, get Toshi. I know. That, well, then I know exactly what happened. They got so hammered. Four in the morning, they're still t- doing lines in Oreos after the place is closed, and they get the grand fucking idea. Let's drive to Cortez. By the time we get there, Arby's will be open because the Toshi's fucking Arby's problem. They're probably yeah, in the Cortez yeah. jail. Sean, I, I, I wish you wouldn't have figured that out. Sorry. And if Arby's isn't open, Sonic is. Yes. So well, Sonic is yeah. always open. People need the beat us. That shit. Rock some tots. Well, in Cortez, there needs to be one food foodery eatery open that has an insulin needle disposal in the back. It's not an eatery. It's a foodery. A foodery. Okay, guys. Welcome to Jasper's We should digress back to Patty's. This is called Patty's Irish Whiskey. It's hot garbage. It's rocket fuel. It's gross. There's no refinement. It's all up and no down. It's all treble and no bass, brother. Yep. And it sucks yep. ass. But we're drinking it. And I hope you pick up a bottle and soak your sorrow in uh, it. What was the <laughs> price point on this thing? 21 bucks. It is worth twelve ninety nine at yeah, the most. Maybe. At the most. Wait till that's on clearance after it's I should have got Ofo. Yeah. There's zero nuance. Zero. In this whiskey. Zero. No, it's... I'm it's, not sure they could afford barrels. Dude, that's grain alcohol that someone put Brock's butterscotch candies in, let it sit, and then put it in a bottle. It was colored with Arizona iced tea. Yeah. I'm convinced. Yeah. It's For hot sure. garbage. Don't get patties. It's not Irish. It's just ugly. And if you, you distribute this, please don't bring it into any restaurants in town. Nobody also, introducing our newest sponsor... Patty's Whiskey. <laughs> <laughs> Oddly enough, friend of the podcast, Patty's Whiskey. Uh, okay, guys, let's deep dive. We started talking about it before. Do you want um, to do a check-in? Do you want to check-in? Yeah, or? yeah, let's do a quick check-in. Bobby, you're first. It's up to you guys. I, I mean, I mean, I'm having a, you know, this is like <laughs> this has been a weird week. How mm. how how about this? How much of your shit is 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 all ooh. of my shit? All it's of your gone. shit? Yeah. So there were things in that house that, you know, obviously when you're in a relationship for close to four years, yeah. um, things were given to both yeah, of us. Yeah, you get stuff as a couple. Um, it's a we weird... buy things as a couple. We do, And she took... Everything. All of it. Well, and you know... Now, I, I have a bed. Okay. That's awesome. That's awesome. Came in super handy last night. Yeah. Um, I have like three fucking TVs, which is crazy. Weird. Why do I have so many fucking TVs? That's weird. Um, I have computers, all that shit, but like... Everything like the else. weird. Well, and shit. I have kitchen stuff. What about like a coffee maker? I um, have a knife. I have a French press. I have an espresso a machine. Tourniquet. I have all. <laughs> I can make so many different types of fucking coffee. You have no idea. Can um, you stop? But your fucking loss. couch is gone. You have like an empty living room. Um. So there's a really shitty old couch in the garage sitting there, which I guess I can move into my living room. Ah, the spider uh, colony that you're about to. I did go online. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. No. You mean the set? That of thing pitch is definitely black. full of earwigs. It yeah. was the set of yeah. pitch black. Um. <laughs> <laughs> um yeah so so bathroom dude. stuff not great uh i gotta get a, like a shelving situation in my bathroom but no it's, um, this is not what i don't fine. understand is how, how does this stuff get to leave without this is like well because me being you know like trying to be you. as in a intrusive as possible i just left right yeah because i'm like i trust you no and i don't think she took anything i think that's she didn't steal anything from i know but i know what i mean that's bullshit i think everything that was like on the margins 
went into the fucking truck. And Bobby, she took you've it. been through such a tumultuous time. I think you took the Everything. path of least res- resistance. Oh, and you she took going, my dog. You were, well, that he, she took Fernie, which burns my butthole more than anything. Yeah. But what I'm saying, which is whatever, but what I'm saying is you paid the ticket to get into the show. You knew you were going to have to pay a cost to get through this process. Oh, no, this is the price of, the of um, yeah. Of uh, price Exodus. of freedom, bro. Yeah, this is the, well, and honestly, is yeah. it worth it? Isn't Mel- this much yes. worth it to not be miserable? Oh, no, no to not be with this human. Mel- a, who, by the way, is such a lovely, she's lovely person. We love her. We've said she's that before. great. She's awesome. kind. Yes, but kind. you two together Generous. are like baking soda and vinegar. It gets messy. Oh, but no, and this, it is gets the, this is, this is, the, the this is how I get out. This is how I get out. And I'm the vinegar. Yeah, no doubt vinegar, about brother. it. I'm no doubt about it. I'm a prop. You got that bacon soda. You yeah. got that bacon soda. <laughs> mm-hmm. So anyways, yeah. So I kind of live in an empty house right now. Right. But I do have a bed. That's all you need, bro. Yeah. Tore that up. No way. So and listeners, <laughs> if you have a couch. <laughs> listeners, if you've got a couch you'd like to donate to Bobby. That's um, not full of spiders and or the creatures from Pitch Black. Please <laughs> give it to him. We'll uh, give us a call. Um, how cool would it be? What, what's if, a phone number to give us a call, by the way? It is 426-5344-970-426-5344. Leave us a funny voicemail or leave us a voicemail saying, hey, come pick up this couch for Bobby. He can, yeah. It's got a couple stains on it. Oh, my I, own doing. But. I could use a couch. Yes. I could use a couch. I have a coffee table. Yeah. Well, you got this one that's oh in Oh, my here. God. Let me get this right. I you have a coffee have a, table and no couch. And no couch. Mm-hmm. That's a weird look. That is a weird look. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, my room... Uh, Needs some feng shui for sure. Yeah. Because, yeah. Oh I do have a God, coffee dude. table, but no couch. <laughs> See, that's um, some fucked up. Oh, and a shit. fucking 60 inch widescreen in front of the whole fucking thing. So you have a, so you sit on the coffee table? Uh, Indian style. Right. Hope that's not racist at nah, this point, but like, you know, Native you know what American I mean? Style. Yeah. Um, and, Actually, uh, don't you think I'm it's kidding. more actual Indian, like from India? It don't is. the don't was, the don't it's people the swamis. Swamis. swamis will sit like that. Swamis. Do they still they sit cross legged? No. There's no such thing. They as, never had they swamis. Never had swamis. There's no such thing as a swami. What no, was Looney the Beatles and Looney Tunes? What Anyways, was a swami? You check in. It was something that Looney Tunes created to make us laugh. Yes. Thank you. Okay. I'm done with my life. In the airs of... <laughs> in every possible <laughs> sense. <laughs> in the vein of Yosemite, Sam. Um who's being cancel cultured with Elmer Fudd because he can't carry a gun anymore. (laughs) Anyway, um, my life is great. Still working in my new place. Um, I'm couldn't be happier with my, uh, with my significant other daughter's healthy. She's in Arizona right now, just hanging out with the old granddad because he was on COVID quarantine for two months. So like he got it. He was the only person I know that got it. And um, he was luckily pulled out because he has like some health issues that made it really kind of scary. He's great. They've been doing good. She's trying to FaceTime me every 15 minutes because she's 10. And that's what they do. (laughs) And I love her. Um, I'm more curious. But other than that, we talked about some bad shit that happened last week. Um, It's still been the, the reverberations and the ripples in the pond on that are pretty intense. However, we're working through it. We're working through it. We're working through it. That being said. I'm more interested <laughs> in one Mr. S.S. Chaninsky and what's going on in this gentleman's life. Because about two hours ago, I received a text <laughs> that literally had me get up from my table and walk around the block. So 
Jesus. As much as you want to talk about, Sean, I didn't want to put you on blast, bro. No, well, dude, honestly, what happened was, is like in uh, like in grand fashion, when I get into an argument with my <laughs> I knew wife, it, I knew it. When I get into an argument with my wife, it gets we start yelling at each other. It gets escalated. We start saying mean and angry things at each other. Because that's your go-to. and then she knows that because she knows that the one thing that's going to really hurt me is fine. I'm packing up my shit and this is fucking over. And I'm like, okay. That's not, this is, and that's immediately when I shut that's down and I'm like, listen, calm down. But no, we both, and the problem is we both have anger issues that we need to deal with on our own and maybe together in some like group therapy or right. sort of marriage therapy. It's very kind. grown up of you to even recognize that, by the way. Yeah. Cause it's honestly, give you props. it's, we, we thought it was the booze that was making us fight so much and it ha! did, it made us fight more, ha! Um, but really not communicating when, when we're upset about something and communicating it in a healthy way, rather than letting it fester, letting it program my brain to when I am going to bring it up, I'm going to come in hot because I've let this fester. I'm already so angry. I'm going to get you angry so that you're in the wrong and you'd get angry and say something so I could turn it around on you. Yeah. It's a fucked up cycle. Yeah, man. So I had that all happen and then all come into both of us crying going like, okay, it's clear that it wasn't just the booze. We need to bite the bullet. And however uncomfortable it is, I need to get anger management therapy of some kind. I need really? to I need to talk to somebody. Is that, so is that where the, the that's where the the axe fell? That's where that's where the axe fell, and wow. she has the same problem too. And that's where my zero to one hundred. As soon as I get angry, something angers me. Yeah, man. It is scorched earth, burned bridges, yeah. which I've burned plenty of. I mean, there's that's plenty weird. of people I, who I wish I still had in my life talk that I don't. I have serious it. anger issues when it comes to dealing with my brother. My brother and I have pretty much been on the outs for oh, the last man. couple months because I went nuclear on him about the way he handled some news. Yeah. I remember. So uh, it's just realize I am a ball of anger. I go zero to 100 and I try to burn Why do you, everything Let down. me ask you a question. We're not going to go deep dive into Moriarty's yeah. fucking uh, existence, but from a base level, why do you, because we can all trace it back. We, we are who we've been, right? Mm-hmm. We are everything that we've ever been. We are now. That being said, do you think, what do you, because it seems to me like you had a very, you didn't have a, a, a rough life per se, but no, not at like all. Had, bringing, no, um, my parents got divorced when I was like 12. That's the hardest thing that happened. Welcome to life. Right. Yeah. So did mine. Same age. Yeah. 12. Why do you think like, what do you, I honestly you trace think it to anything? I, I honestly think that, uh, it's mostly the black. more. Right? Yeah, sure. Let's go. <laughs> let's go with that. Let's cancel me. Yeah. yeah right. Um, if it wasn't for the NAACP yeah. fucking everything up. <laughs> no. Uh, I honestly honestly think think? I am not, I I realize now that I am too ignorant to think that I can identify what that is on my own. Huh? I don't think that I can just sit here and think hard enough to go, well, that's what it comes from. And this is how to deal with it. I realize that I need help. That's maybe the most grown up thing I've ever heard you say, or maybe anybody (laughs) I've ever known say. No, that is and, and so I've fought that's it for years. I don't want to deal. That is so impressive. Though. I don't like, want to deal with this shit, and I haven't for years. I've always fuck thought yeah. this is going to be uncomfortable. I'd rather just bury it down deep or deal with it later, and then it comes out in rage. I yeah. say awful things to the person I love the most in the world. The shit I know that's going to hurt her because yeah. I'm angry, and that's my only way to know how to deal with it. Right. Rather than breathing, taking a moment, and then going, how do we approach this and talk about it? It's What's that thing I know that hurts you the most when I say it? Let's say that four times at the top of my lungs. Right, right. I, so think, you- I remember my therapist, because uh, I have the same thing. I have anger. I have anger. And I've I never seen out. you snap and get crazy, though. When I snap, I've never, I've I, never snap at, I snap at the person that is closest to me mm. that I love the mm-hmm. most. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, how can I destroy your fucking life? 
Yeah. You know what I mean? So I did. I mean, I have a therapist here in town and she <laughs> kind of when I first went into her, you know, my Vagina. first session with her. Um, and then, and yeah, I know we fucked. It was weird. No, I'm so weird. You um, would fuck your therapist. I uh, <laughs> would totally fuck his therapist. No, she's a total wook. I would never. Oh, okay, never I would never go down that road. Um, Hi, Liz. No, but like the first thing she said to me, you know, because I'm like, I don't know what to do. Like, I do. I, I have anger problems. When I snap, I snap, and I will fucking. I I'm. It's Dresden. Right. You know what I mean? Yeah. yeah like I don't leave anything unscorched. Yeah. And um. She, the first thing she was just like you know what we're already done she's like you've came in here and you recognize there's a problem and now we're gonna like we're gonna be a part of each other's lives for the next five years trying yeah. to figure out how to deal with it but how she's to like, mitigate you've it. already done the most important thing which is admitting was just like you have a problem yeah you know what i mean and yeah. that's amazing right like yeah. and, and then it, it, it kind of becomes liberating and freeing in a way because you're like okay I don't have hmm. to hide this right. from myself right. anymore. Because yeah, right. ultimately what you're doing is you're lying to yourself, right? Mm-hmm. right. I have a problem. I drink too much. You yeah, drink too much. Right, we right, all, you right, know what right, I mean? Right. All that shit. But as soon as you fucking like, uh, uh, okay, yeah. I, then the pressure's, I have a counterpoint the pressure's off though. Can I have a counterpoint? No, yeah, I understand. Of it's like mental, I've said this. I have said way. this at the ends of fights with my brother, with my mother, sure. with my father. I've said, you know what? You're right. I have anger problems and I'm going to do something about it. And I haven't pulled the trigger on. I was immediately looking at because right now we live in a great world of technology what? where you can have a therapy session with somebody over like you could pay a hundred bucks I, a month to basically have you can text like your therapist whenever you unlimited. want, and they get you, it's unlimited, and they get back to you in twenty four hours, and you can uh, emergency calls and things like that. So can I've never you? actually I've I've said it to get out of trouble, I, but I have understood. I have realized now that if I want what to have made it pe- different, what made it different this time? What made it different this time is the clarity that I've had over the last four months mm. and the, how I've been, you know, how I've lost like 25 pounds. I've been getting healthier. I've been working out a shitload. I've been trying to work on getting the sugar out of my diet yeah, after I replaced yeah, yeah, it, yeah. the booze with sugar. And I've been doing all these things, but still the anger's there. Mm. And so I thought, well, if I start making all of these decisions myself, if I start just really bettering myself, this shit's all going to work itself out. Yeah, it doesn't thing. work that way. It's the same it? way you do with medical problems. This shit will, like my right. aunt who was like, ah, the little melanoma on my back, I'll get it taken care of later. And six months later, she's dead. Right. You know, it's a, yep. it's a, I have, I am 37 years old and I don't have a lot of time with my parents. I don't have a lot of time with my brother. I have one brother yeah. who I have been at odds with and I've treated like shit and gotten super angry with. Life. And I have no idea why because he hasn't really done anything I, I never the problem is is when i get angry and especially when i get filled with self-righteous indignation mm. like we do on this podcast so often <laughs> and i think that i'm when i think that i'm right it is i don't i will do every if if my point's not getting across the way i think if you're not yeah. understanding how right i am then i go to how do i start picking apart your character mm. how do i am uh i i, I this is going to sound shitty this is going to sound like i'm kind of elevating myself but I am talented when it comes to words and when it comes to manipulation. I can convince, you know, I could convince somebody of any of that they're wrong and make them feel crazy. I can gaslight the shit out of people. And I don't understand why I I have problems with empathizing in the moment. Mm. I have problems with seeing somebody else's side when I'm filled with righteous indignation. And 
I am not smart enough to know what are the proper ways to go about mitigating this. How, what exercises can I, I've already started trying to do breathing exercises daily and meditations mm-hmm. and stuff. Like I said, trying to do my own shit, yeah, figure yeah, this out yeah. myself because I'm so scared because we all get scared of therapy. We're like, holy shit. What if this unlocks some shit I buried down deep mm. that I don't really want to create another problem. But mm. honestly, we got to realize that that problem is going to stay there and it's going to fester and it's going to be a destructive force a, in my life. And yeah. I'm going to lose these people that I love. And Katie feels the same way. She has anger issues too that yeah. she's got from her past. Yeah. So we both realize that when we get angry and the, we're, we've been spending so much time with each other. That's the point. I was and we get make. so angry yeah. that it's like, you're the only person. And like you said, it's well, why, why do I, f- we feel, I have a feeling that you and I are similar and that we feel comfortable in unleashing on that one person that's closest to us because we feel deep down, no matter what, they're going to be there. So right. I can, they're going to forgive me. This is a safe place, even though it's the one person that you don't want to hurt. You know, and, and yeah. I can't. I, I would never try to. I'm not a therapist. Yeah, and I'm not. You know what I mean. Yeah. So I would never try to like dive into your psyche. I think my thing is more like that person. I probably don't deserve. Mm. Like that's my like, no. That's lack definitely of, you're, that's a sabotage thing yes. you do. Self. I do a self sabotage sure. thing where I'm like, sure. oh, well, I don't deserve this anyway, so I might as well destroy it before shit. fucking before I get before they hurt me, hurt them before before I get uncomfortable. I mean, let me destroy hurt. this. Oh yeah, right. No, I know. No, because oh. then when I What's fight with one Katie, thing that yeah. I can say that will make your life yeah different. Mm-hmm. Like yeah. I'll change the way you look at yourself. Yeah. Like yeah. I'm that kind of a piece of shit when it comes down to yeah. like how I. So am I. They heard it on the fucking podcast. Well, I wished. I essentially, in a nuanced way, I'll still defend that. This is a weird I podcast, wished, by the way. <laughs> I wished one of the worst. I wished one of the worst, most debilitating and painful types of cancer on a woman I'd never met. Never met. Based on her husband's drunk actions. Yeah. I went zero to a hundred on that shit. Yes. And what the fuck? How did it help me? It didn't help it me. Didn't help it hurt me. Did it make a few people laugh? Maybe. Honestly, it probably made you guys laugh and two people in our audience laugh. And the rest of them are probably About like, that's a little cringy. That. Yeah. That's yeah. a little cringy. Yeah. And I've and met her. She's sweet. I know. That's the thing. She's actually a really sweet person. And, yeah. and I'll the, take this time to apologize for right? going so hard and getting so angry. If I've said something super angry that pissed you off or went after you on this podcast, I'm sorry. God, unless, you're, unless you're Chris D'Elia, fuck yourself. You should kill yourself because okay. you are clearly you're a predator. Canceled, son. I'm kidding. I'm no, kidding. Wow. That was hard. You're canceled. Um, See guys, the anger. Guys, we're, we're very much alike in, in that way. We're, we're kind of – we're very maestro level with our words and our actions and we can manipulate. We all can. That's, what, yes. that's why we're doing this podcast, quite frankly. Um. We know how much power that wields, um, and we understand how effective that can be. But I think, obviously, when we choose to take those times to hurt people, it's because it's a void in us, and we know that. And I recognizing hurt, so that make you hurt too. Recognizing that emptiness in yourself because you want to project that emptiness on somebody else and hurt them because you're empty. Um, can it's we- the same way that rich, real rich people don't show how rich they are. New rich shows how rich they are. So when you're fucking secure, you don't need to show how secure you are. You're just secure. Mm-hmm. But when you're insecure, you have to constantly push the fucking envelope. Yep. That's why you act up because you're not, you're trying to fill a hole that you can't fill. And so you're going to reach out and you're going to grab other people's fucking matter to shove into your own hole. And that mm-hmm. just does never work. <laughs> okay. First of all, that was awesome. Shut up. I would love to go down the rabbit hole of what you just said. But <laughs> can we tag this episode under self-help? 
Yeah, sure. Why not? I mean, we're, we're, we're super fucking. Yeah. No, I was just. So dude, it just no, got to a breaking point. It got to a breaking point with me guys. where I realized that, like, that you just if you get to a point where you realize I'm going to do more damage than good, and I've yes. I've used my manipulative way with words for good many times. I've helped somebody realize how crazy they're being. I've helped. I've talked a friend down once from k- killing themselves essentially just using the right manipulation tools to make them realize how they were wrong. And I should be doing that more than using it to try to elevate my own opinion and my own selfish reasons. Cause honestly, man, I am pretty fucking selfish when it comes down to shit. You guys have seen that shit. How many times have I gone after you Bobby, or you in the text thread when I would be mean to the guys who are, Oh, they'll be here no matter what. I can just say whatever the fuck I want to them. We're all selfish. We're selfish creatures. It's our nature. I get it, but it's it, but it's nobody all selfish. Like I'm selfish, but I'm a pretty giving person. So you're very giving. You're one of the sweetest guys I know, but if you don't piss me off But on the flip (laughs) side of that, it's either this is what I'm saying. You are the extremities. You're not the middle. You're literally Antifa and the Nazis. <laughs> you were not. Can centrist. I have a shirt that says I am literally Antifa and the Nazis? You're an that Antifa Nazi. <laughs> That's what so, I'm saying right now. On my Mount, on my Mount Rushmore of people that have been mean to me. Yes. <laughs> Sean's there. Sean's got to be there. Sean said a couple of things to me in the past that I'm like. It's heavy. Like I had to shake it off. Oh, yeah. Right. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. Like, fuck. Yeah, man. Okay. He's, Sean goes hard, man. That Sean was, goes hard to paint. And that's that the thing. Was, We're so uh, open with was each other. so honest. How, how long? How, <laughs> well, that's like the thing. Dominique Wilkins of hurting people. How do I? How do oh, I, no. You windmill dunked yeah. <laughs> on my soul. No. More than once. I know. And I'm sorry, man. <laughs> you I'm came really in, in the paint. So you're up there with my ex-wife. Yes. For sure. Wow. Who called me a pedophile. Yes. That was hard. Multiple times. Just saying. Because yeah. you like hooked up with a 25 year No, because I fucked a 25 year Because you deleted. Yeah. That was diminutive. Because you deleted. Boy, she was hot though. Um, I didn't delete. <laughs> yeah, you did. <laughs> Bobby's way, Chris Best affair ever. Who Bobby else is Delia. on the Mount Rushmore? Um, best affair ever. I think you guys know who else is on the Mount Rushmore for I know. sure. I know. I know. We don't um, need to say names. And then uh, we're not going to say names because she's a great person. We love her. I and mean, she's, she's, she's kind of sweet. Best. She's kind super of the sweet. Best. She's kind the of the best. Giving, kind, super kind. generous. Mm-hmm. On generous. my Mount Rushmore of horrible fucking human beings. Um, and then my sister. I love her. Oh, I love that's my right. sister. Your sister's but kind of a piece of work. Sister has rented a room in my fucking head. I'm your sister to you're my brother Dude. and I'm your sister. Yeah. I Whoa. have psychologically no. like tortured him. That's my weird. sister can dismantle me mm-hmm. within like ten words. You turn into a ten year old fat kid instantly, yeah. right? Yeah. 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 And she can go and go and go until I finally you know, man up, straighten my spine, head. and then just beat the holy living <laughs> fuck out of her. <laughs> and that literally had to happen in my life. But yeah, welcome we back a, to the whiskey reel. But I can't. <laughs> are, are we are we ready for a break? We're ready for a break here in a minute. But I just wanted to say that I've, I feel <laughs> like pr- we've I'm become real. Thanks, man. We've become really close. This has been amazing. I, and I'm realizing now that over the course of uh, people, when they get to know me, when they first start getting to know me. They're pretty open with me. I'm an easy person to talk to. For yeah, some reason, are. people tell me their life stories. You're very you're but very affable. I realize people stop telling me those things because the moment that you piss me off, You'll I go it. into the files yeah. and I know the vulnerable moments and that is what I'm going to use to destroy you. I want people to want, yeah. I want to be closer with people. I want to bring people together. I want to build and create. I don't want to destroy shit anymore. Right. 
I think that's just clever right. strategy. <laughs> <laughs> it's like saying like, well, like, if I build a bomb, right. it's still creating, See, right. even though that's it's meant I mean. to like destroy. If, if like hypothetically you knew a woman and she shared with you that she has like a weird insecurity about yes. a part of her body. Yes. Oh, like maybe a dimply ass. Or uh, let's just say, I don't know. We could go into a number of different things. Let's say a yeah. non thigh okay. And guys, I, let, actually, fuck that. Let's just make it like we don't have to go into like some some weird smelly pussy <laughs> fucking thing. It could be like a guy that like he's insecure about his penis. So you're right? talking about mm-hmm. Candace Owens. You know, <laughs> Jesus. What? What the <laughs> fuck? What Chappelle said. <laughs> I have no idea what you're talking about, but that was like out of nowhere Chappelle for me. Chappelle said Candace Owens in her stinky That's pussy. right, yeah. Oh, had like a smelly vagina? Yeah. yeah. I mean, some girls have He a said different... he didn't know for sure, but if, all right, when all right, he finds out, on. he'll tell you. Before we take a break, <laughs> let's just talk, let's just open it up. Sometimes women smell different than other women. Yes, that's That's true. not a fucking... I find that exuberant. I mean... I love it. You're diving into like the unknown. I don't trust you know? a pussy but that doesn't smell. But we have to be really like clear like that something. Like some, some women dude. feel very uncomfortable with like how their body works. Of course. Some men feel uncomfortable with like how their dick looks. Bobby, everybody some, poops. I'm just saying, everybody poops. <laughs> no. Fuck, you kind of nailed it. I don't even have any... <laughs> I don't even know what else to say after that. Guys, I'm just saying, I'm the kind of person, much like Sean, though, that like, if you share that with me, I'm going to be the kindest, most understanding, sweetest. Until you need to use it. (laughs) And then you piss me off. And I'm like, yeah, you smelly pussy bitch. Right, yeah. You know exactly. what I mean? Yeah. And I'm like, yeah. And that I mean, becomes the tip of your spear. And it becomes the tip of and my spear. And to a degree, all humans are guilty And that is who yeah. I am. But making it a pattern like I have for so long, and people are like, I get into these arguments with people, I, get, I can't believe that they would say this to me and we get in this argument. And I'm like, it's funny, nobody, everybody knows how I feel about this shit, but nobody comes to me and they go, dude, everyone is scared shitless that you're gonna say the thing Just that makes them hang themselves. Smash that. You are notorious for being able to destroy people, literally take the, what makes them a yep. human and oh. dismantle it and it's, that it's you can bad. De- de- deconstruct it's like being someone's proud entire that, personality. Yeah, it's like yeah. it's like I'd be proud if I was a physicist who figured out how to make an atom splitting bomb that destroyed an entire city. But when you see what it did, you go fuck. I had a <laughs> I have an ex girlfriend in this town that you guys know, and then we should probably break. But yeah, um, I'm trying to work in a Robert she's Oppenheimer. A, <laughs> she's kind of a cute little trailer parky situation. Mm-hmm. Um, Are you talking about Big Red, dude? No, not Big Red. Little Red. Little Red. La, little Red. Like so, I mean, in, in the world of penises, I have a penis. It's yes, fine. you do. It's perfectly normal. It's perfectly normal. Well within legal standards of normal. Sure. Um, she decided to fucking unleash on me as you tiny tick motherfucker. Because she just Ooh. knew I had an insecurity. Of course. Yeah, of course. I'm like, well, we I'm all not do. like, you know. We all do. I'm not like. Even guys that are hung. And I'm super fine with my dick. No, I know. Super fine it, with it. That's where girls know they can hit us but she the hardest. smashed me with it's that. It's smelly pussy, like, tiny oh, dick. you tiny dick right? motherfucker. And all I could do was like, yeah, well, you're a cunt. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. Like, I had nothing else. That's the go-to. Because I was like, you killed me yeah. with that. Well, you didn't. Did you know anything like about her past that you could have been like, oh yeah, well you're 
uncle fucked you in a Garfield mask and it's kind I'm of, happy you did it. I kind of knew all that. Why was that your go-to? I forget where I heard that once. <laughs> I think Patton Oswalt said it. It's it, like your uncle fucked. Like his reaction to a chick is like, oh my God, her, she must have been fucked Jesus. by her uncle in a Garfield yeah, mask or something. That was Jesus definitely Patton Oswalt. Um, let's, let's have a smoke. Let's let's have a smoke and a joke. Um, guys, it is I heard, 479 degrees I heard Celsius we got a brand new sponsor. I'm excited about. Well, we have to get a new one every on. week because after they hear the episode they yeah, were on, they true. leave. But <laughs> but I was excited in particular it's a to bitch see to the get a new sponsor every week. Yeah, but these guys are fucking. I hear they're legit. Did a cousin-in-law you've never met take J.K. Rowling's side on Twitter? Does your grandma sometimes call Colin Kaepernick uppity at Thanksgiving dinner? Is the only me your father ever took a replacement? Call Cancel and Gretel's identity removal service. Call Cancel and Gretel Identity Removal Service. People's opinions should destroy them. <laughs> I think I've said on this podcast before that Tom Cruise was a national treasure. Yes, you have. Bill Paxton. Bill Paxton. I mean, I don't know when he died. I don't know what. The it's like three or four years ago, right? Yeah, it's been like three or four years. Okay, number one. Wait, let's tra- ask. Talk to Carol. Hey, Carol. Yeah. Um, can you tell me uh, what year Bill Paxton passed away, please? No problem. One second. Um, so She's whenever, whenever Bill Paxton passed away, uh, I mean that guy. You got to think about the directors he's worked with. I mean, James Cameron for one, obviously. Like he put. Bill Paxton died February 25th, 2017. Too soon. Thanks, Carol. Oh, Carol, thanks, man. That That's actually so. That makes him, what, 61? That's way fucking Yeah, well, that's way too you young for sobering, a man of his of a... Well, I'm not sober, but no, I mean, that's you. a... That's... <laughs> <laughs> that's Phrasing, dist- Lana. Distressing for such a man, a monolith. Of, Ooh, uh, strong words. Yeah. He, he, fucking was, he was a monolith. Yeah. Um, I would... I'm going to go on the record. I think Bill Paxton has probably three or four of the greatest cinematic moments in the history of fucking that movies. Might be right. You and might, this isn't just not, this isn't just Twister, which is his best performance. You're talking okay. about. Uh, do I need other. to beat up on Helen Hunt again? I mean, as l- much as you I and love, your Helen Hunt problem, does she look much just as I like love something Yon she hated when you were a kid or something? No, or? she looks like a fucking. She looks like a blonde basset hound. Yeah, she no. was. She was pretty hot in the '90s, though. Uh, She's a ghoul. I. Be- <laughs> <laughs> She's all keto. She just eats flesh. So as we're entering into media media portion of uh, what, what what are some the of those moments grill, though? Bill um, Paxton, Chet, Helen Hunt, Ghoul, Chet. It's yes, like a pork chop and greasy ashtray. Chet in greasy weird science. Pork chop in an ashtray. That's it. Fucking amazing performance. Amazing. It's time to pay the fiddler. One of the greatest line deliveries I've ever ever fucking seen. Aliens. Aliens. Fuck. Off. He game loses over, his man. game over, man. Well, he's responsible yes. in the movie. <laughs> he makes us the audience freak out. He makes the, he's responsible yes. for the terror of the audience yes. because everybody else is calm and yeah. trying to chill out, and That's he's the only point. sane person going, "What the fuck are we gonna do? We're it's fucking great, dead." Great point. So <laughs> I'll put a, a word point. on it. He's our proxy. There you go. Ooh, 
In certain Bill films. Paxton is the proxy in Aliens. Yeah. And then when well, there's He's some our movies. connection to like what a real dude would be doing in that moment right. is freaking the fuck out, which is Amen. all he does in that movie. It's I don't even beautiful. know if he kills a fucking alien do in that whole movie. I killed a couple of them. I think in that so. first when they first yeah, all especially get at the, the end when yeah. they're all getting scrapped or whatever. But yeah, Bill Paxton fucking is mostly useless in that movie. Mm-hmm. He was in Terminator. Mm-hmm. He got smoked. He's the he's the punk guy in the yeah, beginning with the exactly. mohawk that pulls the knife. Um, and nice. Let's let's l- l- true lies. Oh god, true lies. I got a little dick. It's pathetic. He's so <laughs> fucking good. He steals it in that movie. He steals, he steals the entire fucking movie. So I think the two best parts of that film, other than Jamie Lee Curtis getting half naked, I mean, let's talk about that. Bill Paxton. <laughs> And fucking Tom Arnold uh, of all people. Yeah, the best part so of that movie fucking is funny. The best dude. part of that movie is when Arnold gets the truth serum put into him, and oh, he's just that like, is his... "Harry, are we gonna it's die?" It's a great yep. movie. <laughs> it's the last great movie that 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 Cameron made. Yeah, yeah, Ooh. yeah. That's pretty. Well, unless you really like the documentary Avatar's about a Avatar. giant piece of shit. Whoa. Titanic is a Whoa. giant piece of shit. Whoa, Avatar was not a giant piece and of shit. And neither was Titanic. I Bobby fucking, just, eh, Bobby, as soon as enough people I, like something, no, but it's just okay, no, Bobby I, writes I it off as terrible. No, you're right. I love cartoon fucking. <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> Here we go. Here we go. What was the fucking wolf movie? Dances with Thundercats. Dances with fucking I call it Dances with Smurfs. That, that's what it's they called it on South Bullshit, Park. dude. Dances with Thundercats. Cameron, you're not getting away with that. It's the same story told over and over again where you learn of a native. Yes. Pe- you, the, the, the white guy with the heart of gold learns that the native people need to not be it's subjugated. And Dances with fine. Wolves, Last Samurai. But the movie the is insufferable. By the you know time I watched it once and I was fairly impressed the first time um, I saw it yeah. in 3D in the do you theater. Know what I do you know what I watched again yesterday actually and Rex never saw it was The Warrior's Way. Mm. <gasps> you want to talk about the tropiest New Zealand bullshittiest movie of all time. Is it the one time. with Antonio Banderas? Ma- Maori? No. no. Is that no, what they no, call no, those no. dudes? The Maori? No, no. It's not the Maori one. It's the Once one we were warriors? The, no, wait. No, no, no. I'm thinking it's of a whole the one bit, where the fucking where the samurai goes to the west and Jeffrey Rush is in it. And fucking uh, Kate Bosworth is in it. Whoa. And the little wait, black wait. midget what dude from called? Friday. Like fucking, dude, it's called The Warrior's Way. Yeah. And it's a it's nope. the tropiest movie you will ever see in your life. Uh, the, the samurai puts down his sword and moves to the West sure, and sure. fucking, you know, like tries to lead a peaceful life. And then bad guys come and he has to pick up his sword. There's something about tropes that make me feel good. And I was trying to have this conversation yesterday with Rex. I'm like, yo, it's the corniest shit in the world. And you love every minute of it, man. Well, the mark of a good good movie that uses these tired old tropes is one that makes you forget about the trope. You didn't even realize till the end. Oh, my God. That was that total, like, structure of a story I've seen before. Even if you know the trope. Avatar, it's fucking clear as day. From the beginning of that movie, you can go, I know exactly every bullet point of where this movie's going. But you love it anyway. No, I didn't. It's not that. I I enjoyed it. I fucking The 3D presentation was impeccable. That was some new technology. Oh, I saw shit. that. I saw but that the in the story an IMAX. sucks. The acting sucks. I saw that in an IMAX and it was fucking it 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 brought me fucking almost to tears. It was so beautifully fucking shot. It really did. It I mean, we all gorgeous. know that James Cameron is a fucking shooter, dude. Yeah, he, and dude, he's like Ridley yeah. Scott. He's, the guy's uh, got he, an eye. That he can shit is shoot, gorgeous, bro. man. No doubt about it. Whoa. But that movie is a 
hunk of shit. <laughs> it is a giant pile. So of I should steaming I, horse. You're not going to be I in on Avatar hate that two fucking movie because I'm I sure it's going to be better. Hate that fucking movie. <laughs> Noted, Bobby. Breathe. I. Know. I Hate that you hate a lot of things that a lot of I know, people but love. Dude, I wonder if I wonder if that's Avatar one, was, that's on top of my list. I wonder if Avatar was subtitled. I bet Bobby would like it. <laughs> like if it was Norwegian and subtitled. If it was, yeah, it'd be totally. I mean, he, if, if, if awesome. Park Jen Wook would have fucking directed okay, Avatar, then yes, I probably would have enjoyed. By it. the way, showed Rex <laughs> for the first time. Trained to Busan yesterday. Mm. Ooh, how'd that go? I, I forget how beautiful of a movie it is. It's not just a zombie movie. It's beyond. The relationship between the father and the daughter, which breaks my heart. It is one of the most heartbreaking fucking moments in cinema, in my opinion. Like, just the interrelations between everybody, how they chose to go about filming it was groundbreaking. That was the first... Dude, World War Z fucking bit... All their stees off fucking train to Busan, by the way. Yeah, because that they didn't really base on a each lot other. of it on the book. By the no. clamming on each other thing. Well, that was that. in the book. That was in Max Brooks' yeah, book that came but out I'm way before. Well, and Max train Brooks actually just released the sequel. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, the book. Mm-hmm. Blake, yeah. God bless his heart, sent me a link. Did I, he, I, I, did I, he I, do the forward? Um, that, oh, how cool would that be? <laughs> <laughs> right? right? Blake Crouch. Um, Actual friend of the podcast. Actual friend of the podcast um, has actually done things. What What have you guys been What have you guys been watching at all? What are you watching, Sean? I've been going through. I just finished season one of Scrubs. I left for a while and came back. I watched like six episodes in a row. I'm nice. going through the entire because I stopped watching. You just made it move. I think I wa- I stopped watching in 2006 or seven. So I stopped like five episodes in and only yep. watched. Re- so I don't know how it ends. Is is do you? So did are you? Are you, you wanna? I know Bobby that in the Plex server you liked. You're not a completist. You purposefully leave out certain yes. sequels and things that you hate. Yes. D- despite whether the people that are enjoying it. Won. By the way, so shitty. well because it's my shit. I know it's your shit. Did you get rid? <laughs> is there a season nine of Scrubs that exists but you don't have because JD was gone? They got rid. Like Zach Braff left the show. That never happened. See. <laughs> You're taking that never that, happened. You got to remember history. Leave the statues up, man. <laughs> I heard a rumor that there was like a fourth Indiana Jones movie. Never happened. No, I own it. It actually it does did. not exist. Because I bought my, the collection. Does not Do you want to hear about it? My Do you want to hear about it? Nope. Um, so, you know, shout out friends of the podcast, uh, Zach Braff yes. and uh, Donald Faison. I love those two men. They Faison. are absolutely smashing Fake Doctors, Real Friends. It's become amazing a, podcast. It's become a real fucking thing. Like, it's like, huge. It's huge. Like they had no idea how many people were just chomping at the bit for this. All I've done for 20 years or whatever, not 20 years, but you know, is watch fucking Scrubs. I watch Scrubs all the time. I haven't watched it in years. And that's why you start talking about it and I go, I need to go back and watch all of it again. Oh my God. And I just want to be the the janitor or somebody I look up to. (laughs) The episode where he's like tracking JD and reading his, reading his diary and then like just calling out personal things about him in the halls. Neil Goldman, I think. Neil Flynn. Neil Flynn. He was on the first episode, his first episode of uh, Fake Doctors. This week. This week. And it was Fucking amazing. Well, he's like, an improv like genius. He's, he is Jesus responsible Christ, for dude. so many of the bits. And in he's that so show. like weirdly understated and funny. Mm-hmm. Like you, he says something and you're like, wait, that's the funniest thing I've ever heard. Yeah. <laughs> oh, you know and in mean? that episode, they brought up that thing where he's like, yeah. my wife wasn't blessed with all of her fingers. We on one hand, this. she has pointer. On the other <laughs> hand, thumb, pee, Guys, thumb I, I love you very much. But, but that's our media. That's Sean and I. Stop with the scrubs. 
Okay. Do you watch have, Scrubs? Or are you too broken and I, dead inside nah, to enjoy quality? I, I, enjoy, I enjoy it, but we just hammer hard God, on it. it's so good. You um, asked me what I was watching, dog. I know. You I started know, then this we rabbit hole it. And you can, we're on you now. Yeah, no, what are you watching? Are you like watching? Sean and I covered up. No, I'm watching Scrubs. Yeah, I mean, so I, mean, so I, listen dude, to, I listen to this thing twice a week. Yeah, dude, it's the, all I do. Is the watch dude, Scrubs. the dude that uh, <laughs> that animated and created Samurai Jack has this fucking show called Primal. Um, oh yeah, you mentioned it at dinner. Shit, it's like some Gendy Tartakovsky. I think his name is. Mm. Um, it's a really strange name, but the guy's brilliant. If you know Samurai Jack, we all know Samurai Jack. Um, Primal is all hand-done animation. It's Ooh. very hand-done. There's zero fucking computer in this. And you can tell by the way the movement. It's beautifully rich. It's some of the most emotional animation I've ever seen in my life. There's zero dialogue. There's not a word uttered in the entire show. Oh, wow. And the premise of the show, it's a caveman. And I guess I got to do a spoiler only to get through because it happens in the first episode. This caveman loses his family to a bunch of dinosaurs, to like some raptory sort of dinosaurs. Huh. He then goes on a rampage and he's wanting to kill some other dinosaurs, finds a group of them with two little kid dinosaurs, uh -oh. and they start to like be nice to him. And then he starts playing with them and then they get eaten and then he saves the mama dinosaur and they begin going on a quest together. Hmm. So it's a caveman and a dinosaur that make friends. And it's like some of the most emotionally like beautiful. Is shit it for you've kids or is it no. like it happens to appeal to adults or is it adults? This only? is a gore fest on top okay. of a sad fest on top of a fucking uh, dude. It Whoa. is not for children. It is disgusting. Well, Samurai Jack There's, was something that was arguably it was okay for kids, right? But like this is not. Yeah. Okay. This is fucking. This is fucking R fucking seventeen or whatever the fuck. NC seventeen. NC seventeen. Mm -hmm. This shit is fucking for real. It's R twelve seventeen. You know what I'm saying? You know what I'm saying, bro? R two D two. R T J two. This one's ra rated. R T J two. R two J two. Um. Fuck those guys, dude. I hate DJs. So, so we should check this out. You so, said it's on what streaming platform? Primal. Um, it, this is on HBO Max, which yeah. now is taking over the world. Okay. HBO Max, Primal. Um, Primal. I'm telling right you guys right now, even the soundtrack, the score, dude, they showed the emotion that he's able to capture through drawings mm. is unlike everything, anything I've ever seen. Mm. Um, just the expression on their faces, and you can see what the fucking dinosaurs are thinking. I know that sounds weird, but it's fucking gorgeous, man. Wow. And so me and Rex are fucking convinced that she's the dinosaur and I'm the caveman. <laughs> and we can actually dovetail it into our relationship. Did, did this, is this awesome. a brand new one? So there's only one season. One this isn't season, something they picked up because HBO Max season. has brought no, a lot of shit wrote, in. He wrote this specifically, I believe, for HBO because mm. it couldn't be on regular platform. No, it's well, that violent. HBO used to HBO had it one is. of the best adult cartoons in the '90s with their Spawn, Amen. Todd McFarlane Spawn, fucking Spawn, thing, bro, which right. I was addicted to and loved and watched behind my parents' it was back. Amazing. Convinced them to take me to see the movie, and by I was like, way, "What the fuck is this?" By the way, are they gonna do so bad? I thought uh, Mashar Zad Ali, Mahershala. Mahershala Ali. I thought he was supposed to be the new Spawn. He might uh, be. Todd McFarlane wants complete creative control of Spawn, which I understand considering what they did to the last one. But that's making it very challenging for him to find funding from a major studio that wants to take a property that does have an audience and let somebody do whatever the hell they want with it. Right. So, And in regards to um, that gentleman, 
cannot say his name. Uh, he he's going to be the new blade. Mahershala Shabazz yeah. Ali. No, that's yeah. confirmed. No, he is. He's, yeah. the, he's the new Good. blade. So now we can't. So be that's smart. a wrap, right? Like you're not going well, to compete depends. with MCU. Right? Okay, let me ask you. Well, look, look, at, look, at, look at how many people have played different but different things. No, now. no, no. Nah, sure. You yeah, can't do, do iconic things, but, roles like that. You uh, can't go iconic, dude. Uh, I argue. Okay, argue. Would you say arguably the Fantastic Four because they were the first family of they were part of the reimagining no. of what comic books are. The, uh, one of the Fantastic Four is a huge character, right? No. And so is Captain America. You got the same guy that played fucking Johnny Storm in two movies, played Captain America. Except for the fact that Five years after. But that giant was pre- steaming pieces of shit. Yeah. And it was kind of so? pre-like shared universe, uh, universe yeah. kind of thing. That was. Pre-MCU. Um, Chris Evans has played like superheroes in like four fucking movies or whatever. Yeah. You know what no, I mean? No, he's been in uh, The Losers is a comic yeah. book movie. Uh, he was in uh, Scott Pilgrim. Scott Pilgrim. Got, uh, Pilgrim. Yeah, yeah, he's in. He's been Captain America, and he's been Johnny Scott Storm. Pilgrim. Might have been his best role. Oh no, that's four. I nailed it. Um, you did. So I'm just saying, like, self But it's pre MCU. <laughs> yeah, MCU's changed the game on yeah, how we look at movies. But Spawn's not in the in. MCU. Spawn's not. Uh, not Spawn's is its own thing. Yet. But who? Okay, let's 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 take a ten thousand foot view. Who would you cast for as Spawn? Spawn? Who gives a Michael shit? Jai White? The same guy that played him in the original movie. No. <laughs> I mean, the dude wears a mask. You can't. He's unrecognizable. Not true. Not true. You need to have the original origin. Yeah, but so it's they're going to have to show their face. Time. Who gives a shit? Yeah. So who is it? Since you don't give a shit. Who I. You know who would be a good Terry spot? Terry Crews? Um, Denzel Washington's Kevin kid. No. Denzel. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Kevin James in blackface is what Bobby just said. <laughs> oh I don't God. give a fuck. Well, Mitt, we, live, we live in Mitt such Romney. an angry culture. I don't think that they're going to be able to. They're not going to be able to find anybody to play Spawn that's not already a burn victim. Because if you don't put a burn oh victim in that role, you're giving you're giving right? a role to somebody who's not a burn. I victim. see. I we be very diverse and give it to Hillary Clinton. <laughs> I think Hillary Clinton is Spawn. I think that Spawn probably tickets. needs to defend them all at some point. <laughs> And so who better than Kevin James? Hold on. I'm hitting the button. (laughs) Carol. Carol. Hi, Carol. Could you do me a favor? Tell me what fucking Denzel Washington's kid's name that was in Black Klansman because I want to see him play Spawn. No need to even look that one up. That's John David Washington. He's in my sex dream. Ouch. Wow. I I didn't didn't realize. Carol goes hard in the paint, bro. I know. I didn't know Carol was like. I feel like Carol is the paint that people are going hard in. Ooh. Yeah, Carol's the paint. Interesting. I love that I didn't know that Carol was super into that kind of thing but like oh mm-hmm, she you know. loves her some chocolate yogurt dude <laughs> just saying bro jesus christ that's so some chocolate some chocolate yogurt, yogurt. you never had chocolate <laughs> yogurt bro <laughs> you ever had so that? glad you're so that's who my guy that's my guy i ever say had that those Denzel, so he should play spawn john david washington would be a great spawn i that, like no he was amazing i mean that so movie's good. fucking incredible that yeah. is a great call by the way, that is, I don't know I, who that's else. And that's and I say that because Mahershala is off the table. <laughs> yeah, Mahershala, Mahershala, full on. That off guy, the table, I want to see that guy play everything. Everything. Well, I, I want to see him so, play Amelia Earhart in a real Amelia yeah. Earhart. Yeah, but and he him, took on Blade in the MCU. There's no fucking way that you're going to get away from the MCU. You, you, they, you're done. I'm not saying they own you, but. You are pretty pot committed. Well, when you sign a contract, point, you, you sign a contract I mean? for year, whatever yeah, they planned out. You can't take projects unless they're like exactly, in between. Exactly, exactly. Yeah. And that's why, like a guy like Robert Downey Jr., he can't do anything else. Yeah, he said that on his Rogan interview. He's yeah. like, there was years where I couldn't do. You couldn't wonder, do a thing. you wonder why there hasn't been a third um, Sherlock Holmes movie that could kind of make up can't. for the shitty second one. I haven't had the time to do it. Like, can't. there's nowhere uh, to do it. I kind of, I'm gonna shamelessly say, I kind of like that's. 
That's like shitty movies you love. Those Sherlock Holmes movies are like the first one like I it's, love. It's I like a, it's, great. it's like a yeah. comforter. No, because I like Guy Ritchie's version of it's not Sherlock Holmes. It's not Sherlock Holmes it of isn't. the novel. It's his own version. Like what if the the thing I love that he added to it was the the assessing a fight and then watching it go through and then yeah. knowing exactly what to do. Shit like that, like reimagining, that was dope. made it. More, I'm sorry, it's it the same man, reason I love the new happy. Star Trek, the very first Star it makes Trek. Makes me happy. The first Star Trek that J.J. Abrams did, I really enjoyed because I liked how they changed things around too, and moved it on its side. Me too. So, and then me they, too. you know, you didn't have to rehash Khan again in the second piece of shit. I really hate the fact that yeah, I have that to like backtrack on was... 20 years of my history and just announce that I think Guy Ritchie is a piece of shit. I, I don't think he's good. <laughs> At anything, he's got really? amazing, he's got great movies really? though. He's got a handful I mean, of them. So I think Snatch, Lockstock is I mean, Lockstock and Two Smoking Birds is a Snatch is fucking incredible movie, dude. Yeah, Snatch is a great movie. Some guys never have Rock one and Rolla. Good movie. Rock and Rolla is a great movie. Yeah. Some guys never have. No, one some guys good never movie. have one good movie. I know. I, I okay. I'm just saying, dude. And he doesn't make that many movies. Stop it with Charlie Hunnam. I you made three amazing it. movies. And they're <laughs> almost it. like essentially a trilogy. That and new what? one was good. What was wrong with the it's one with Matthew McConaughey? What do you think? Why do you think it's a piece of shit? Why do you think it's a piece of shit? I thought it was boring. There was nothing very, good about that. Very base. Colin Farrell. Colin Farrell and the thing where he shows the. He's like, well, I know. Colin Farrell's whole bit in that movie was so But do you get to like. A credit, Bobby Guy Ritchie for Colin Farrell being awesome because well, he's no, for the awesome. writing of the story, that part of the story. I don't know. I remember that seeing in Bruges. I, I remember seeing in Bruges. Colin Farrell was kind of okay. He was pretty so, decent in that. So the one <laughs> denominator, the common denominator for Guy Ritchie is Charlie Hunnam. As soon as Charlie Hunnam came onto the scene, once he came on the scene, that was a wrap, dude. No, he shit the bed when he decided to make Swept Away with his wife Madonna at the time. You were right. Sir. Yeah, that's what. But then he made sure. Rock and Rolla. He he. Rock and Rolla, Rock and Rolla is a good movie, but it took a shit and never got turned into this trilogy it was going to be made into. And by the way, Charlie Hunnam in Green Street Hooligans was fantastic. He's made one good movie. Hmm. That's true. And I would argue that Rock and Roll is better than fucking Snatch. I, 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 like I, don't, I don't. I don't like think that that's an argument. I, I like that movie I think that's better. fucking a perfectly yeah. reasonable fucking thing to say. I think yeah. it's a better movie than Snatch. I'm not upset at that. I love rock and roll. I shamelessly love rock and roll. Rock and roll. All right. Hey, uh, Carol. Uh, What, Aaron? Um, okay. That's cool. Uh, why don't, can you do me a favor and uh, check the voicemails? I hate to bother you. I know you're busy. No, sure. No, no, I'm not doing anything. I am just here to serve you. Cool. Thank you so much, Carol. I I'm telling you, if you don't talk to her, I will. <laughs> Dude, I'll talk to her. I'm not putting want. her, I'm not paying like, her I, what did, What's the inciting incident? You know what? We'll figure this out later on. Would it be cool if you, in another episode, because we don't have the fucking time. Would it be cool if I just settled this with Carol? Yeah. I'll, I'll sort it out. Please. Okay. Thank you. Hey, Care Bear. Yes, sweet thing. We need to check voicemails. Um. You okay with that, babe? Yeah, of course. No problem. What the fuck? Why does she always Why is she fuck treat... with me, dude? I don't know, dude. Don't what know. did you do? Did you say something? Dude, listen to me. I was the one that fucking hired her. And I don't understand why <laughs> I'm getting all the smoke, bro. I well, didn't do shit. You do request that people bend and snap every time you go to hire them. <laughs> It was a problem. At, it was a problem. At, <laughs> it was yeah. a problem at the Strader. It was a problem at Seasons. <laughs> that is hilarious. Jesus Christ. Dude. Maybe she thinks that you, well, you know, well, we'll see. Got that voicemail just for you, Bobby. Thanks, Carol. Love oh, you, babe. God, she's so condescending to me. Hey, Bobby, it's your cousin Bobby down in Tallahassee. So, yeah, I got a little problem. I just want to touch base with you. Have you heard from Grandpa Joe? 
he's gone. I can't find him nowhere. I'm down here in Tallahassee downtown driving around looking for him. Uh, last night, I set him up like I always do, put him in front of the TV, put on season two of Felicity, made him a bowl of them Twizzler nubs. You know them little Twizzlers like the black cherry? Oh, they're so good. Anyway, I can't find him anywhere. I'm here downtown just driving around. Uh, oh, wait. Hold on now. Oh, there's Grandpa. He's at a protest. He's even wearing a mat. Get him, Grandpa. Oh. Oh, no. Bobby, Grandpa Joe just got shot. Oh, I gotta go. Whoa. Whoa. Okay. Jesus Christ. I'm fucking dead. Like, did he get rubber bullet shot or did he get shot? That's the thing. He's not very. Your cousin Bobby is not. Um, is articulate, but not very specific. No. No. Uh, cousin Bobby is. And he not might the smartest. share DNA with Zach Galifianakis. That's all I'm going to say. So, all I, I think we should move on. Sean, you had a really exceptional song by a guy that I've kind of hated on for a minute, but I'm going to give him his all due respect. Yeah, so when we were uh, deciding what songs to do, uh, my buddy Bustos, who you heard from last week, yes. was like, dude, have you ever heard this? This is hilarious. I heard this song and thought of you. It's by a guy named Diabolic. Um, he, this song that he did is a sin. Uh, you know what? Fuck that. I'm not even going to give it any more of an intro. We'll talk about it a little yeah. bit after. Yeah. But once yeah. you, you hear the lyrics, the vi- video too. Once you hear the, the lyrics, yeah, the video is so please. awesome. But once you hear the lyrics, you'll know exactly why I enjoy this song. While the beat is just okay, and this guy is an artist, is pretty good, but he's not somebody I would listen to all the time. This song is going on my phone just because of the lyrics. Yeah. Let's get something clear, I'm nearing the brink Professor X is fed up, I don't care what you think I'm the king, it's never been as obvious as now Only tracks Taskmaster was copying my style Apologies from clowns, tell it to Jesus I'll tear fellas to pieces like Phoenix telekinesis I mean it, defy physics, relative thesis While archangels flying through hell as it freezes A secret, war machine, tone, stark design But Ultron's confined, free-thinking, robotic mind I smoke pot and rhyme with infinite sight I got jewels in my head that bring my vision to life That can't the beat, the beat, honestly sounds to me like there there was an unused beat for a Jedi Mind Tricks album that Diabolic would just bought. Nah, Ooh. that's not even a Jedi track. That's it, more of an immortal track. It's, the, it's yeah, pretty immortal. It's, it, I, I'll buy that. It I'll, sounds I'll buy, a lot like the last three out. The uh, I like, wouldn't be shocked dude, if either one was true. Uh, it sounds like this song fits right into uh, give, Servants in Heaven, Kings in Hell. It, it sounds give, like so many beats on that album. Give Box Cutter yep. Pazzy a little bit more respect. That's a basic ass track. I'm sorry. I, I think Diabolic's a skilled <laughs> MC. fits right in, though. That is basic, bro. Sorry. It's just this. But the rhyme is sick as fuck. And the fact that it's Dude. all about Marvel superheroes tied but into one But he's fitted in, and yeah. there was actually... So he, good. There were some of those where he took shorts when he goes, da-da-da-da-da-da-da, like... Da, 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 da. Like he keeps coming back to the like interesting metaphor wise, yeah. but was, but there's some that he fucking crushes, man. Yeah. Like he really does a good job. Some of them. I was some. making the point while we we're listening to that that it was going to be included in Madden 2021. Yeah, you're like this sounds like a song that plays and, uh, during uh, the menus while. But you're now I'm thinking <laughs> about it though, like from a licensing standpoint, there's no fucking way you're going to be able to have all that Disney shit. Yeah. Up in a Madden. Well, game. this is what like, interested. No me. way. This there's is what no interested way, me right? in the video because he has diabolic. It says Marvel in the Marvel. That's font. the name of the song. Yeah. Yeah. So, so there's no they fucking had way. to approve that. 
to yeah. use that no, way sure. too high. But the so song like, itself, somewhere along the line, Disney approved all. He, that. Just because he's talking about Marvel through the whole song doesn't mean he's infringing on anybody's copyright. No, no, no. You're, no so but when good. you put Marvel in their fucking logoed font, yeah, you better ask. You have you to better have, ask. Yeah, you have That's to. That's all I'm saying. Definitely not going to be in a Madden game. Unfortunately, <laughs> as no. cool as it would be, yeah. I love Madden's Madden. Dope. So Aesop Rock got his self into Madden twenty. 18, I think. Oh, yeah? And, I never uh, played Madden. Dude. The Impossible Kid weird. is like probably his most successful album, and that could be one of his finest him, works. Mm-hmm. Um, um, he by got, the way, he got Rings onto the Madden game. Rings is beautiful. And it's a great song. By you the way, I mean? one of the best on streaming videos of all time is Impossible Kid Aesop because it's The Shining done with like Legos. Oh, we've talked about this. Dude. Yes. I've never seen anything like that. That's one life. of the craziest. Like how it's much time beautiful. and effort, right? It's beautiful. Oh, Crazy. and I got no songs. Do you yeah, have Bobby's no songs? songless. Do you have anything? Um, I'm still kind of delving into uh, Mucho's backflips. Uh, backflips. Oh, I, I've been listening to it. Uh, Brendan, I would like to. I love In that my song, segment, I will just say that Brendan did text me. He listened to the cast. How do you he feel about super happy being about us. a racist? <laughs> Was not thrilled about that. However, <laughs> I asked you to cut if I should cut it. You said absolutely I know. not. Well, maybe absolutely he not. should shut his mouth. And I think what he said was, um, he's like, "Well, you made it really clear that you weren't going to tell like anyone who I was, and then you described me in such fucking incredible <laughs> detail <laughs> that no one is not going to know who I am." Amen. And he laughed because okay. he's a good. And then we laughed. He's super we fine. Laughed. Um, but I think maybe next week I'll have a. Uh, a, a muchos backflips. Well, we, back we understand that it's hard for you to delve into new music when you've just been sitting listening to crying breakup songs for the last like, um, two weeks. Yeah, I mean, I don't even have furniture. No, you're sitting oh in a room God. with no furniture listening to Liz Fair. Yeah. <laughs> no, he's listening to Haim and fucking. Yeah. That's Fuck more up. I listen Aaron, to <laughs> but Aaron, we're re, we're going to be revisiting a band we already talked about. Um, that you can't, I I can't, I don't think we can talk about them enough since they haven't reached the uh, uh, guys the air uh, the echelon that they should. Apex. This, Apex. These should be in everybody's zeitgeist. I am currently wearing the shirt of the said people. I just bought a shirt online that all proceeds go to Black Lives Matter, and all it writ- is written on the front in puffy white letters on a black shirt is "No man is an island." Um, and these these gentlemen are doing yeoman's work, man. This is idols one more time, and I can't express how beautiful these English motherfucking limeys are. This and is I good, love them so the much. Way. It's called Grounds. The video, if you go forty five seconds into the video, the song starts. They have a uh, well, we're not going to hear it, but they have a fucking part of the song. That made me fall in love with them. Not just IMI, Unify. Um, this is strictly talking about what's going on right now. They released this because of this. Um, they have a, uh, they said, he goes, I fucking, I do, I do what I want. I say what I am and fucking send it. Nice. And that's my life, bro. He talks about putting up a pink fist and saying black is beautiful unbelievably beautiful. Nice. I love this shit. You will not catch me staring at the sun Not sucking on a dum-dum Not turning round to run No hallelujahs and no kingdom comes So you will not catch me staring at the sun Do you hear that fun door? 
So the last song that you did for them was so much more grungy and never, sounded more like club rock, a, like ne- you're just in a punk club. Never fight a man with a perm. Yeah, never fight a man with a perm. <laughs> right. But this Which is so much, this is adding a little um, bit more of an electronic so feel. It's way more well little produced. Known, little known fact about these guys is they're uber feminists and uber like good people. These guys spend their time trying to do social change. And I know it gets a little cumbersome and tiring, and I understand that. But you got to realize these guys are like Nottingham street urchins. The lyrics on this are just so on fucking point. There's no yep. fat and no. F- this is the Blake Crouch of fucking English music. Well, and from. It's a, just no fat. From, from a production standpoint, what I'm hearing is a gentleman by the name of uh, Andy Falcus who did. Uh, McCluskey, McCluskey, yeah, Future yeah. of the Left, yeah, man, you know what I mean, like very, that, very much a big black. It's that be big, another one, huge Spartan production, which yeah. is a like a contradiction. It's, a, it's an oxymoron, right? You know what Spartan I mean, production. Um, right? but it is like it's like very cr- clean, crisp, but big. when you listen to that chorus, though, and his his lyrics they, are just very mm-hmm. fucking. Um, I don't know, like I, I, like he's very to the point, and McC- Andrew Falcus is that guy. Yeah. Like, I, I'm guessing these dudes have listened to fucking McCluskey. I'm sure they're probably boys. I mean, um, But when you, when you listen to that fucking, you know? when you listen to that chorus and the whole chorus is, I am I unify. That's a fucking chorus. And it's powerful. And, and it's the, really the emotion good. emotion they, they send nice into pull. it. Nice God pull. God damn, man. I'm so, I, I, whenever we're able to go listen to music, boys, I, know. I will fucking personally make it a point to get us all out to watch these people. I know. Because I think it would be one of the most powerful performances you will ever see. These guys are doing it right. And they're still doing it. I love them so much. Well I do. done. I, I think that's them. a fantastic nice song. Nice pull, buddy. I don't always add the songs that we do into my playlist, but that one's going in there and it's I'm playing big, it out until I get And seven. the new album. And by the way, Sean, I don't know if you've actually listened to McCluskey, but I McCluskey's have, dope. If you like this, you will absolutely yeah, McCluskey like is dope. And, and Andrew Falcos. Everything they, he does. And they are they are kind of a darling. They're musicians' darlings. Yes. Like McCluskey was kind of what we listened to when we played music kind of thing. Nice. Um, but never got. Any I think their pop. famous song is like that. My love is bigger than your love. Mm-hmm. Sing it. Yeah, amazing song. Nice. And it's very similar in style. Sweet. You're, you're gonna like it. Yeah. Fuck um, yeah. These guys um, are carrying forward English punk. Um, is that kind of which, our media? That's it. This is where we are. We are now at Clutch Your Pearls of Wisdom. Ooh, we've gotten ooh, there. Cripes. Yeah. Criminy. <laughs> I don't know. Do you guys mind if I go Did last? I would love for you to go last. No, I and I think, think when we might want to end, up, just end on what I have because I have another sound clip to play. My clutch, clutch your pearls originally was going to be the part that we talked about with my need sure, for sure. therapy and anger. Right. So we kind of got through Let all that. So I've got a new deal. Let, Let me go, go first. Thing. So I never go first. Aaron can Let go me first. go first. This one's going to be cool because I've been <laughs> thinking about this one. Yo, serious. Right. And I know we were trying to do like who's going to? You're going to be serious, right? Mine's going to be very serious. So you're going to be funny, right? I'm going to be Yahoo serious. Okay, cool. I hate that movie. So <gasps> it's garbage. So my thing is going to be this. It's if true. you love somebody, kiss them on the mouth hard. When you stop kissing, your relationship's in fucking trouble. Ugh. Bet. Kiss them on the mouth and kiss them on the mouth hard if you love them period end of story and if you've stopped doing that 
then think about moving on, man, because that's not a relationship. And if they pull away when you try to kiss them real hard, then you know you got another problem. Every man in this room understands what I just fucking said. No, dude, you just dropped a smash cut. When you Mm -hmm. stop kissing, you stop loving. True. That's why hookers don't kiss. Right. They don't love you. Thank you. They don't love you. I pay you to leave, bitch. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Um. I love that Chappelle show bit when they're like, if Pretty Woman went down for real, and she's yeah, like, I yeah. used to park cars, yeah. cars at wrestling, mm. and he goes, all right, well, you got to get the fuck out of here. Yeah, yeah. You should go ahead and leave. I don't have a lot of wisdom. Yes, I can you tell do. you one thing I've learned this week. You have a lot of wisdom. Um, don't just let your significant other move out of your shit. Yeah, there you <laughs> go. Be there. It might be proxy at least. I right? took the path of least resistance, I, and which I was smart. Just kind of let all that happen. Okay. And then I went home, and it it kind of sucked. And you had nothing. It sucked a little bit. You know what I mean? Like I'm gonna get through it. It's fine. Did I have it money. Feel, I can fucking. Did so it feel good? I'm gonna to recover, and I have a fresh Bobby, start. Bobby, can yeah. ask you But I'm down a it, couch and a kitchen table and a dog and a fucking. <laughs> did it feel good to have her gone? Straight no, it feels amazing to have okay. her gone. Okay. Yes. I would so like to have it. some of that my energy. shit. energy. And it got coupled with another thing because a year ago when I moved out of my last place, my good friend uh, tried to help me out and she put all of my shit in storage. Yeah. And then Dumped two months it. later, she had her mom hire somebody to move mm. all of that shit out. She of sounds like a great person. A couch. The most important thing. All of my fucking fishing ah, gear. We'll get, get there. Get to the important um, thing. I lost all my... Clothes hangers, I lost like a lot of shit, right? But I also lost that Persian rug that my brother got me. And, uh, you know, that thing was probably worth money, which I don't give a fuck about because it was like the last thing I really kind of had on my brother. You know what I mean? And she got mad at me for for being mad because I was upset emotionally that I lost all of my fucking shit. Well, you're a piece of shit, Bobby. That's So what. I'm clearly the piece of shit in this story. And Bobby, the real moral of that story was you shouldn't have trusted that cunt tornado <laughs> with anything in her storage unit. You shouldn't have reached out to her in the first place, and you know I, that. I, have <laughs> you ever seen a cunt tornado? A cuntnado is rare. Yeah. Um, but cu- also... Yeah. Is that like a Be shark? wary. Cuntnado came right. in my life. Cuntnado. <laughs> Never again. Sean, so wrap this bitch up. Rather than using my own words for a touch uh, for a clutch your pearls of wisdom, and as we haven't really touched on the Black Lives Matters movement and still the reforms that we need to see with police and what's going on, I wanted to touch on it very briefly by using somebody else's words. Um, this is a clip from a woman named Kimberly Jones. Oh, boy. They played Fuck this you, at man. the end of John Oliver's nope. police bit. This so shit breaks me up, bro. Yeah, dude. Yeah. Yeah, yeah it does, but yeah. it's important. So if if any of you were wary of like oh, I don't understand where people are coming from, you know I'm gonna fucking you're gonna I know. So let's listen. So when they say why do you burn down the community? Why do you burn down your own neighborhood? It's not ours. We don't own anything. We don't own anything. There is Trevor Noah said it so beautifully last night. There's a social contract that we all have that if you steal or if I steal, then the person who is the authority comes in and they fix the situation. But the person who fixes the situation is killing us. So the social contract is broken. And if the social contract is broken, why the fuck do I give a shit about burning the fucking football hall of fame, about burning a fucking target? You broke the contract when you killed us in the streets and didn't give a fuck. You broke the contract when for 400 years we played your game and built your wealth. 
You broke the contract when we built our wealth again on our own by our bootstraps in Tulsa and you dropped bombs on us. When we built it in Rosewood and you came in and you slaughtered us. You broke the contract, so fuck your target. Fuck your Hall of Fame. As far as I'm concerned, they could burn this bitch to the ground. And it still wouldn't be enough. And they are lucky that what black people are looking for is equality and not revenge. <laughs>